0: This podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but at this point, that's really your fault. And now, on with the show. Don't, 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 do what I
1: want you all to do for me. Don't believe the hype. Don't, don't, don't believe the hype. Oh my God, Jay! Oh my gosh! Oh my God! Oh my gosh! This may be the b- I, I I don't even know how to describe it. Right,
2: you, I've just I just listened to the tape of our episode. Yeah, that, that people are about to hear after yeah. these opening credits. Yeah. yeah, I just listened to it. I'm still wiping brains off of my ears. I
1: don't even know. You're wiping brains. I'm wiping tears. Just tears of, of just sheer of sheer orgasmic joy.
2: I, this ear, episode ear tears I don't know if I could hype
1: Tears for ears I don't know
2: if I could hype this episode enough I mean everything we've been doing Has led For the led, past eight years Has led to has led this, this to moment
1: this. Prior to us recording a podcast Prior to you and I being friends Prior to my mom having sex with my dad
2: And and my mom having sex with my dad uh, <laughs>
1: I thought you were going to go weird. Nope. My mom having sex with was, your dad. That
2: was me be going weird just because you didn't expect me to got go it. normal. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. it, got got it. it, got it.
1: See. Uh, it's all. Okay. The whole comp You know what? I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I have a feeling you're going to agree with me, though. All of humanity has led to this moment. Since the beginning of 2001, a
2: Space, a space odyssey. odyssey with the man apes and the obelisk
1: I thought you were gonna say mayonnaise <laughs> the
2: with the mayonnaise and the and the bacalus- yep. Basilisk. Basilisks, the, ba- the basilisk and basilisk man-a-s- man-a-s- yep all the way through space baby yeah we've been building to this and I don't want to cue I don't want to be too hyperbolic let's bring it down a but notch. I, okay I'm gonna bring it down to a more realistic level this episode that we're about to play for everybody will change the course of history.
1: If you don't listen to it, you might die. Everyone might. Uh, That's That's what I'm saying. Yeah, everyone. Actually, if you're listening to it right now, and you have a friend that hasn't listened to it, force them. Force them to listen to it. It's like the opposite of the ring. If you care about your friends and family, make sure they listen to this episode all about the most overhyped movies in cinema history.
2: What? High five! High five. Should we high five? High five! High five!
1: High five! High
2: five! High five, high five son! Woo. High five! Don't let me hang it!
1: Man, I hope that this episode that we're recording right now turns out great.
2: I mean, we've prepared pretty good for it, so I think, you know, I'm ready for the conversation. Yeah. Actually, as soon as we talked about what we wanted to talk about, I got really excited. Yeah. I uh, started to get a little hyped up, but then I had to temper it down, Yeah. Uh, given that the topic we're talking about is the most overhyped movies. Right.
1: And you know what's funny about this subject uh, in general, and this is just on a, re- <laughs> this is a real note between you and I, Yeah. Jay. Um, you have almost ruined all of the movies <laughs> for me in regards to the most overhyped. That's what made me think of wanting to do this list is it's because true. not in a bad way. It's I'm not It's not like like you have never come to me and been like, oh, I'm not talking about spoiling the ending. Like, oh, by the way, Bruce Willis dead the whole time.
2: Right. Bruce Willis dies on the asteroid.
1: Right. Yeah. Instead, it's always just been like, oh, my God. You're going to love this movie. This movie is going to change your life. It's going to make you come in the theater on the back of some stranger's oh. head.
2: <laughs> I thought you just meant it's going to get you to come in the theater and no, no, watch no, no. the movie. No, no, Like, actually... Like, ejaculate.
1: To climax. Gotcha. Gotcha. In the movie theater, and then apologize profusely because that's weird I, and gross.
2: I do usually talk about movies in such context right especially
1: Um, you said that exact thing you said this movie is gonna make you come in your pants when you were building up the my little pony movie for me i was
2: hoping you were gonna use the my little pony reference Mm because i've said that to you about a lot of you did you
1: said you're Um, gonna come in your pants there's gonna be children all around you it's gonna be wildly inappropriate (laughs) And, and you know what you were right. <laughs> yeah.
2: You were the guy in the Trek. But it had
1: nothing to do with the movie. I did not like the
2: movie. No, 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 neither did I. Yeah.
1: Um but, you know, whatever. But that's kind of that's kind of what we're talking about is like you and I in in regards to our viewing history, you and I like a lot of the same movies. Of course, of course. So 9 times out of 10, if you see something and you love it, I am probably going to, at the very least, enjoy it. Sure, sure. I do have a habit of overhyping movies to you, though,
2: because I always feel like our interests are so aligned that you're going to like things as much or more than I did, so I always overplay it to your detriment, it seems like.
1: Also, you are just a excited puppy of a man i am, I am. <laughs> and so when things when are exciting movies, you're man. like this is great you're gonna love it oh there's a squirrel let's play ball <laughs>
2: yippity yippity
1: yippity a <laughs> quiet place <laughs> exactly and uh so because of that unfortunately i think it is some in some cases not all in some cases, and since you brought up A Quiet Place, we'll go. Yeah. We'll start there. Well, that's sort of where the conversation initiated last week. Now, us. to be fair, that wasn't just you. No. That was the world that did this to me. So here's the deal. In all fairness. Let's talk about an overhyped movie. I, by no means, am saying that a movie can, if classified as overhyped, equals bad movie. Okay, good. I'm glad you clarified that because...
2: Overhyped is a negative connotation.
1: Sure. I just mean when I say overhyped, I mean it has been talked up and it cannot live up sure. to the expectation that that I have been given.
2: Now, in the definitions – and let's be clear about this. When we say overhyped, it can be a bad thing when we're talking about Taylor Swift. Oh, totally. And it's always a bad thing when sure. we're talking about Taylor or, Swift. Or –
1: if we want to take and spin that a different way, there is also such a thing as over-wiped. <laughs> and that is when you wipe too hard or too vigorously and your butt bleeds.
2: Yes, and you start scratching them hemorrhoids.
1: Right. Yep. No good. So, nope. uh, two over, things that are bad. Over-hyped over and over-wiped. Over wiped. Don't do either one of those things. Hashtag over-wiped. So... Uh, I thought it was important to tell you that because I know you were excited for me to see A Quiet Place. We talked about it a couple times, and you were like, you're going to love this movie. It's so great. And And then um, I definitely ended up liking it more than you did, not to say
2: that you didn't enjoy it.
1: But see, that's what I wanted to talk to you about. So we haven't really talked about A Quiet Place since since I saw it. So um, to kind of lay it out there for you, here's the deal. I read a whole bunch of articles, and I I should honestly probably just start staying away from the pre-hype buzz articles. Right. But a lot of articles that I saw had words like masterpiece and genre-defining and, you know, changing cinema. And I'm like, holy shit, Krasinski, you have... (laughs) You have knocked it out of the park! Like, Way to go! Holy cow! I thought he had pulled basically a Jordan Peele. I thought he yeah. had kind of come from a you know while Key and Peele is well received, sure. a lot of people are like, well, they're not going to win awards for it. It's great, but well, well whatever, I even it's just remember comedy.
2: when I first heard about a quiet or uh, first heard about Get Out, you shared the trailer with me, right? And I watched it, and you said that's made by Jordan Peele, and I didn't believe you at first. I was sure. Like, the dude from Key and Peel, he's like, Yeah, yeah. I was like, Well then I'm kind of nervous about that.
1: Very skeptical.
2: Yeah. But Even though I knew his history with horror movies and I'd seen Key and Peel and I I respect, you know, Jordan Peel I respected sure. him a lot. Sure. I was just kind of like, wow, this does not feel like the thing. I would have expected him to make. I would have expected more of a Keanu-esque.
1: And this is the exact same feeling that I had when I watched the very first uh, Quiet Place trailer and I saw directed by John Krasinski. Krasinski, And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we talking about The Office, John Krasinski? And I was like, I know he's all about playing Jack Ryan on Amazon lately and he got all (laughs) like buff and whatnot. I was like, but when did he start directing what appears by all intents and purposes to be a horror film, right. like a straight up horror film. Um, and so that kind of piqued my interest, and I was like, "Ooh!" And I knew that from the recent 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 success of Get Out that I was like, "Ooh, okay, I'm totally movie, paying yeah. attention to these like these kind of you know comedy esque yeah. directors coming out in left field and you know going really hard in the paint in the genre right. category." Um, and so I was stoked Almost about like it. Danny McBride with the new Halloween movie that's Exactly. Out, and know? which now, I don't know if you know about, is getting a lot, is a lot of hype. buzz. Yeah. A lot
2: of hype. Did you read the article today that came out about the trailer that got released? I sure from, did from at CinemaCon. CinemaCon yeah. Which makes me excited and nervous now.
1: Well, totally. 100%. Did you see the poster with, with, the, the, yeah, with the Michael the Myers mask? The cool. The poster looks cool. Super simple. Yeah. But... Jamie um, Lee Curtis Jamie Lee Curtis Jamie Foxx Jamie Foxx talked a lot about (laughs) reprising his role as Laurie Strode from the original Halloween series Uh, a lot of people don't know that that was Jamie Foxx in Whiteface um, the entire time (laughs) well I mean it's not unheard of Eddie Murphy did it before.
2: I was really hoping you were going to go with white chicks with the Damon. Oh, fans. that
1: would have been amazing! Yeah. I should have li- just said or
2: Little Man, which is not white face, but let's just mention just... it because it's terrible. Baby face. <laughs> Like infant, the rapper? Fa- infant face the rapper baby face baby face is an r&b singer <laughs> who's in white face and white chicks <laughs> yes
1: as a baby movies <laughs> that's how they work yeah i think we just wrote a hit <laughs> it's crap. we basically just did the whole gremlins 2 thing where we baby. just started like listening are you saying you want an electrified gremlin baby face chicks <laughs> you got it how, it's in the movie how
2: many different people can we cgi marlon dwayne's face onto Seven? We're gonna, Great. We're going to find <laughs> out in White Baby Chicks.
1: <laughs> I don't know if a lot
2: of people know this. White Baby Chicks uh, <laughs> has been made, and it's actually already been retitled to Ocean's 8. Uh, and it's just Marlon Wayans playing every—Marlon Wayans own. as Sandra Bullock. Marlon Wayans <laughs> as, as— Mindy Kaling. As Mindy Kaling. Marlon Wayans as other people in that movie. Sure. Uh,
1: there was a—who else is in that movie? What's a the, lot of people, the, but I. am Sarah Paulson is in yeah, that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm
2: blanking on a couple though. Is
1: it Kate Blanchett? Is she Probably. in that movie too? It's got like a who's who. I hope Kate. I hope it's Marlon Wayans as Kate Blanchett as Hella in the movie. I hope it's Marlon Wayans as Kate Blanchett as Marlon Wayans.
2: <laughs> if anybody could pull that off, Kate, Kate, Blanchett. Kate Blanchett, she
1: could crush that. Oh, I have no doubt. So when Whoa, I s- what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. I think uh,
2: oh we were talking about a quiet place. Yes. Yeah,
1: so a quiet place. Uh, so when I saw that they started talking about this movie, I was like ooh interested. Yeah. My interest level on a scale of like one to pissing my pants was probably like a like a yellow stain. Yeah. Okay. Like a like a slight dribble. Yeah. A six. I would say it was a solid six. I was like interested, but also was like. This looks sure. like it could just be a generic, like right thriller, thriller
2: fare. Now I will say, I was very intrigued just by the the premise alone. Got me like sure. seven level interested. Sure. To use your so analogy.
1: you were like peeing, but like not enough to make a spot. On I your was pants. like
2: borrowing my wife's tampons, got to it. make it
1: through the day to shove excited. in the pee hole. Yes,
2: I was That's about to how ask, work, how does right? that work? You just tighten them up. I Tight. was thinking. <laughs> You roll them. You roll them up like just like a and just like joint whoop. and just <laughs> and, <laughs> and that is also the sound. Noise. I was about to say you have to make the noise or it doesn't work. That I don't know if saying, you noticed this <laughs> in, in the host in hospitals when they put in catheters. Yeah, that's why you just hear from hospital rooms <laughs> all over the place. Gotcha. Because that's what you have to say. That is the sound when you
1: of up things in, up being in the urethra. Up in the up, got up, it. Up in the pee up hole in here. Up in that pee hole. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow! Overwiped, <laughs> overwiped, <laughs> wiped. Um, so I mean, I kind of felt the same
2: way. So now, you were excited. I-, I was. I was actually very excited because one, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. I love them. IRL to use the slang terms. Right.
1: Um, is that the same as TRL with Carson yes, Daly? It
2: is. So IRL with Carson you Daly. You
1: love them and you want to request them live. Totally music request videos. them live. Yes. Got it. Perfect. Um,
2: and so. When I saw they're working together, it was exciting. When I saw what the premise was that it was based around a horror movie theme, yep. I got really excited. Sure. And then, honestly, when I saw that first trailer, the first full trailer that came out that ended with Emily Blunt hiding in the bathtub, sure. I was just... I was, you and, were sold. I was like eight eight or nine level. And I'm not like Infinity Wars excited, which right. we can get to. Sure. But I was pretty excited. Now, which is weird because I have seen John Krasinski's other directorial... um. Outings, sure. It's like the so brief interviews, such as with, I brief, have not brief interviews with with hideous men was his first one, Haven't which is that. an adaptation of a David Foster Wallace book. Okay, and it's 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 rough. Okay. I love John Krasinski. That one's not a good film. Okay, and then he made just kind of like an indie indie kind of rom com type coming not coming of age movie, but like you know getting to know your family. Sure, but I would say it's about eight steps below. um Oh, of uh, The Big Sick. Oh. So, like,
1: where The Big Sick... The like, Big Sick was fantastic. Yes,
2: where The Big Sick, like, excelled in telling that human story of people being sick and families rallying together and, you know, all that. And then put it in a comedic environment and made you feel things and laugh. That's what he was trying to do, except more on the touchy-feely side. And it just kind of didn't work. It's better than brief interviews with hideous men, but it is nowhere near as good as A Quiet Place. Got it. Um, and so I actually went into the movie... Very, very excited, which I also think is kind of a fundamental difference between you and I. Yeah, And that's one of the things that I like about our dynamic is because while we have similar tastes in what we enjoy and what we like, we respond to anticipation differently. Sure. So if I go into a movie and I'm super excited about it, you're going to be hard pressed to have me walk out of the movie and not like it. Unless it was just flat out bad, so my anticipation actually leads me to usually have a higher opinion of movies that I wanted to see sure. than than I am when I take off you know my personal glasses and put on my like critic goggles. You sure. know what I mean? Sure, sure, sure. And I think anticipation works the opposite way on you. I think that the bar gets set so high that you don't you don't give it any like passes. Right. You know what I mean? So if yeah. it's not a masterpiece and if people saying it's a masterpiece or if it's not – like if it doesn't excel to the level that you expected, you're not gracing it a favor and saying, well, it was – real." I still – it was great. Right. And like hyperbolically saying that. Sure. You're just like, it wasn't nearly what I wanted. Well, I kind of come out and be like, it was so fucking good. Well, and okay. The to be fair though. somewhere in the middle. You're making usually. it
1: sound like a shit on the movie though. No, no. I don't mean Cause it like Because like A Quiet Place um, – perfect example. Went in. Next level expectations. Right. Because like I said, in the couple weeks leading up to the release of the movie, everyone was talking about it. It was totally had lit the interwebs on fire. Right. And everything was like masterpiece, genre, game changer, you know, like all of these things. And I was just like, holy shit. Like I'm about to go in and witness this like (laughs) second coming. I'm about to see like the next shining. Right. I didn't know what the fuck to expect. So I went in. And I'm watching the movie, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this is pretty good. Like, pre- pretty good. I like I like some of the stylistic choices. I like the minimal dialogue. I like the sound design on it a lot. And as it keeps going, I'm like, this is pretty good. So Still good. This is a, still good. This is a lot like signs, but this is still good. And then I'm watching it, and then some some twists and turns happen let's let's not ruin it no i'm not gonna we'll
0: we'll be
2: spoiler free this episode i'll just
1: keep calling i will call it by its original name signs from here on out in the podcast (laughs) so as i'm watching signs i was like well this is very it is very close to signs
2: Uh, whatever
1: it is close to signs my man sure okay it is a spiritual uh sibling Two signs.
2: It's like a third. It's like a spiritual third cousin. It
1: is maybe. a better Cloverfield movie than Paradox. Oh, but that a, is without question. But an equal Cloverfield movie as Ten Cloverfield Lane. I would say that. I think that that's fair. I loved Cloverfield. That's eh? what I'm saying, and I'm pretty sure, and there has been talk that yeah. this movie was originally supposed to be, or at least entertain the idea yes, of being part of the yeah. Cloverfield canon. I believe that's of which true. it is not. No, just to put that out there for everybody, it's not a fucking surprise Cloverfield no. movie. But I totally see how it could be. Yeah, no, it could have totally worked. And if they had gone that direction, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I might have liked it more. Really? Like, I haven't made up my mind on that. I think
2: that if it was that, I might have liked it less.
1: I would have liked it more had it been a surprise Cloverfield movie. Like, if I had gone into it not expecting that connection, kind of like, and I'll fucking spoil the shit out of it because I don't care, because fuck everybody who's listening. Ouch! (laughs) Uh,
2: Sorry, mom. No, fuck you, especially. Oh, damn it. Uh,
1: Split did mm. that. Yeah. Split had a fucking twist at the end that and I told a shit ton of people this. I was like, my expectations were split were pretty high. I went in and the movie was fine. Yeah. It wasn't mind-blowing.
2: Yeah, the best but, thing about Split is McAvoy. But he's great.
1: What blew my mind was that at the very end you find out that it is a pseudo-sequel. To unbreakable right. then it's in the unbreakable verse and somehow that had been kept completely quiet like nobody knew that yeah. that was happening they didn't even have to do like
2: what the russos are doing and begging people not no. to ruin spoilers like no one even talked about it and then when when people were talking about it they were just like oh no and the end wow
1: and so it took a movie that i had high expectations for and actually surpassed my expectations right. because i was always like Fuck, I did not see that coming. Now, here's the deal. I said it when I left Cloverfield Lane. I would have liked it better if they would not have called that movie 10 Cloverfield, Cloverfield Lane. Lane. Yeah. And like if they would have called, it, called Bunker it... right, or something. And I think it was supposed to be called like like Safe Room or yeah. some sh- something of that nature. Fallout Shelter. Um, and had it just coasted the whole movie and then had that reveal at the end that it was happening in the same universe right. as the Cloverfield movies, my fucking mind would have been exploded. And I still wouldn't have seen it coming if yeah. they would have done the same thing in this movie and been like, boom, another fucking, another fucking Cloverfield yeah. sequel. And you had no fucking clue. Right. I would have loved it. I would have admired Abrams and company. I would have fucking worshipped at the ground of Bad Robot <laughs> because I feel like that shit, and I don't think M. Night Shyamalan, Ding Dong gets enough credit for it, that shit's some next level, like, he could have totally advertised it and made sure that that, mo- that movie yeah. did better money than it probably ended up doing. Right. He could have been like, oh, fu- yeah, let's fucking talk about it. Let's fucking coast on the popularity right. of Unbreakable. I got Bruce Willis. But he didn't. Yeah. He just trusted that the movie would stand on its own and then tack that on as an yeah. add-on. And I kind of hate that Bad Robot has taken that that angle of like, well, we gotta fucking put Cloverfield in the title. Right. Cloverfield well, Paradox, Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane.
2: And it feels like they're doing like the Hellraiser thing with that because most Hellraisers, after at least the fourth one, are legit other scripts that get retconned, they just change a character's name to Pinhead, right? because the studio doesn't want to lose the rights to the movie. So it has become these just like nonsense films where it's just like a Hellraiser's tacked on and there. And that's what
1: it feels like, but I feel like it was while Cloverfield Lane set the bar high, because I saw a screener of that, and yeah. I literally, I, I le- not literally, I legitimately left that movie pumped i was yeah. like that was a super well, you, fucking good you and movie. saw
2: that yeah and both of you couldn't stop talking about it so we went to see it again like the next weekend
1: yeah. and it was and it's great yeah. it's i still think it's it's an undervalued flick i don't I think agree. it gets enough credit for I just being a John really Goodman should have earned oh he fucking crushed it, it in He's that movie amazing. so um so anyway all that happening i feel like if if quiet place would have pulled that sort of surprise out and uh. i guess that's my point to kind of bring it all around my expectations were that i needed to see something in this movie that i that would blow my mind sure and i didn't i saw some brave choices i saw some great directing i saw some really solid acting yeah but i didn't see anything that was that lived up to the hyper the hyperbole of fucking game changer you will you will leave this movie wishing every movie was like this had it at the end unbeknownst to anything been like fucking if if they would have left the fucking house right or whatever at the end and i don't even fucking know had had the bunker there from yeah. 10 Cloverfield well, no, Lane.
2: Here, even better. I've got it. I've got it. You ready? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. But no, I've you're got, fine. I've got no, it. do it. The girl that leaves the bunker at the end, yeah. just driving off the road, Yeah, she drives up.
1: But see, that wouldn't work because of the sound problem in this movie. Oh, that's Everybody's right. Everybody's pretty much been wiped out because of the sound. That's right. So that's why I was trying to think of, like, this movie would probably have to take place after that, Yeah. so it would chronologically then, speaking it would have to probably take place after 10 cloverfield lane and so you'd have to figure out a way to tie it together i don't know maybe 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 it doesn't even have to be that major maybe just a news article because there were a shit ton oh of yeah, news articles like all over that board angels of death question yeah mark? maybe it legitimately just could have been like attack started in new york city and just have a picture of the the thing the cloverfield monster yeah. and been like fuck! You could have shown that
2: at the very end, and then you're just
1: like, what?! It could
2: could have worked, too, because the very end of that movie, not to spoil anything, but it's, you know, them leaving. She gets the shotgun, they head out, they're like they have a plan, but it's still in that basement and it just kind of zooms back to the wall of newspaper clippings. Right. And this hits it, credits.
1: Well, it does do the fucking the, what I've been calling the butt rock moment. Oh. Which is legitimately (laughs) her, like, cocking the shotgun and looking at the camera and I expected to hear like ball with the ball to bang the bang it, it <laughs> like that's what it felt like it legit felt like a bring it
2: <laughs> it's almost like the end of Super Mario Brothers like Emily Blunt cocks the shotgun and she's like you'll never believe what
1: <laughs> you, we've got to go back yeah I would have been not surprised if Doc Brown yeah. would have showed up and been like Marty, Marty we've got to go in the future everybody's dead your Kirk, Marty. <laughs> get out of here it's your kids, Emily. They're <laughs> assholes. Well, I'm still deaf.
2: She's like, no, she's deaf right now. Oh, sorry. And she usually <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> I like that Doc Brown accidental time travel. He, like, runs back. He's like, oh, my God, your kids, they're going to be president one day. It's like, that's a good thing. It's like, oh, sorry, wait. Okay, bye. Is this not the, o- Is this not the Obama house? Damn it. And he, like, runs out. <laughs> it's just like, forget it. <laughs> So uh, I guess that's yeah, my right. point with that movie. Um, well, now I'll, I'll retort a little bit, yeah, to, to that because, um, you know, I the things I appreciated about the movie were kind of the things that you listed off as the good points, which which is great. So we agree on what the movie does well. Mm-hmm. I just I honestly think I just put more stake into some of that stuff, um, mainly like you mentioned the sound design. I thought the sound design was like kind brilliant. Just the way they did it, given the premise of the movie, just I kept focusing on going back to that on the sounds and 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 how they were using them, and the way that they you know used this uh, almost the sound tunnel sound when it was the death sure. character's perspective, and how that applied to you know how the aliens. No, it went. And, and, it so.
1: went. It went. No sound tunnel. It went silent. Yeah, there like, was like you were deaf. No sound. Yeah, yeah it was, it was like a vacuum of sound.
2: Sound vacuum
1: is a better yeah. word than tunnel
2: and i thought i thought that was great you know you mentioned the acting i thought the you know acting was top notch directing totally. was top notch but one of the things that you did say that i will almost say that i said was it's like oh i wish all horror movies were like this there was a part of me that got it felt like that when i watched a quiet place mainly because it wasn't based off of or derivative from jump scares right and that has seemed to be the major focal point of a lot of horror movies in the, in the well, last, it was in the,
1: based off jump scares. A lot of the articles are even calling it like the best jump scare movie ever made because well, it's primarily.
2: But what jump I mean scares. by that is it's not the the stereotypical jump scares that no. we're scared that we're used to. It's no. just like a swell of of like silence and then like a clash of symbols and a cat jump.
1: I'll down. give you this as far as genre redefining goes, the biggest. The biggest or the closest to that that I will come to agreeing is that I feel like this this movie did for jump scare movies what Blair Witch did for found footage.
2: That I'll agree with.
1: 100%. I'll I feel like that. it took something that people kind of knew existed and maybe was tropey right. and it totally redefined how it's done Right to the point where you're like, you know oh, what? that works. Jump scare movies? Maybe not shitty. Yeah. Like, maybe this may b- usher in a whole new right. brand of, you know, kind of... Now, I feel like, but a lot of it was, and I don't want to say derivative, but some of it what felt kind of derivative. Um, did you ever see, Is it called Don't Breathe?
2: Yes. I love that movie.
1: Very similar to that movie. Yes. And, minus, and so, a lot of
2: it... Minus the, like, you know, syringe rape.
1: Well... <laughs> Well, yes, of course. I just mean, like, the feel of it, of the characters kind of having to creep around. And the The tension was primarily built from the fact that these people couldn't be heard. Right. So anytime, like, you're – it would make you feel tense if something you knew in real life makes a sound and you saw that about to happen and your fucking tension is building because you're like, oh, my God, that's about to be loud and you're about to get fucked. you know what I mean? The literally in that movie, and so anyway, I feel like we're we're staying on a quiet we place. Are. Let's get out of a quiet place. Sure. Let's get into a loud place. Right. Um. So let's talk about another movie that was very hot button topic between you and I, regarding expectations and execution. Fucking, we gotta address it. Uh, the Last Jedi.
2: Oh right, is
1: a big one. You
2: still haven't come around. I to haven't the come right around side of the I, conversation. I
1: th- <laughs> I feel like I've, I'm firmly planted on the dark side. Oh, no. I um.
2: I thought you hinted at me one day that you were sort of, like, re-evaluating. We've have, seen the movie three times now.
1: And I have seen it twice. I feel like it is better than maybe I gave it credit for on our last conversation. I do not feel like... This one was a weird one. Uh, expectations hold a lot in the Star Wars universe. They do. Some may say... The Star Wars universe is built on expectations like that entire fandom expects so much from that franchise. Yeah. Like that may be the first time that I've ever really seen people get divided because of expectations not being met. That was most of my argument in not enjoying the movie was because I had a certain level of you you expected to see a certain thing and Did that not wasn't get rewarded that. Yeah. right and so i feel like that that series as a whole firmly fits into our conversation yeah. right now because i feel like several things in the star wars verse have suffered from that the pre, the prequel trilogy suffered say, from that i was going to say the
2: prequels honestly i think helped these new movies do better because the prequel sort of deadened some expectations. Totally, As, as those were so hyped. Those were the biggest effing deal in the world. Well, sure. Lucas was doing them. He's going to use CGI. It's going to be, you know, the story of how Darth Vader became Darth Vader. It was like... Everything, sure, and then those movies happened, and we shall not speak of them. Exactly, and so I think when these movies came out, everyone was kind of like, I don't know. And then, then Force Awakens was good, and that vaulted expectations. So for we're Last like, nope, Jedi. we can ex-
1: totally we expect can these the again. best fucking movie ever to come out yeah. of it next. And if it doesn't, fuck everything, fuck everyone, <laughs> burn Lucasfilm to the ground. Like that's just kind of how it felt. So. Um, but you and I, you know, we have talked about it a bunch of times. We talk about our, our friends miss how every year that's kind of a staple yeah. for us. A lot of hype gets built up. We get excited to go see star Tickets Wars months
2: in advance. We like plan our, Bank. we
1: plan our, our sleep overnight. Yeah. We get up early in the morning and we go see star Wars. So that one was a big one for me. Yeah. That was one of the most that was one of the times the most recently I feel like I was let down by expectations Mm -hmm. that I feel like I I hyped I will totally give it credit that I hyped myself up too much for that movie to the point where I couldn't enjoy the movie that I got. Sure. Um and unfortunately that stuck. Like I I told you, I I watched it again and I still didn't, you moved a little bit. in the positive I moved a direction. little bit, but it's still, there's still some blaring things that I really didn't enjoy about that movie, sure. and I really now I have really high expectations that Episode Nine is going to be able to like bring me around Come and, again. Yeah,
2: bring it back. Well, it's JJ, and you know we've got some trust, and there I'm hoping and, I
1: feel like you know they can do it. But perfect example, we've got Solo coming out mm-hmm. next month,
2: and that's that Star Wars, and. Uh, you know, it's interesting for the expectations for this one because it's kind of been poo-pooed a little bit, sure. especially with all the production fiascos and snafus. You know, uh, with the uh, with with Ron Howard coming in and taking over for the guys right. who did the Lego Movie, um, their their whole uh, what seemed to be a behind-the-scenes argument and and mistrust with Kathleen Kennedy, right? Like. Uh, There's a lot of issues, quote-unquote, I'm using air quotes, with the film, and then that first trailer came out, never showed uh, uh, Alden? What's the guy's
1: name? Aldrick Elgert? Yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Anyway. We'll call him ha- Engel Elgehort. Yeah. So they never... Baby sh- Driver.
2: They never showed...
1: Uh, they never showed Baby Driver. They never
2: showed him. Wait, that's not Baby
1: Driver. I know, but his okay. name is... Uh, that dude's Enzel Elghort, Elghort yeah. and this guy might as well have the something same name. Out. So Baby Driver.
2: So, yeah. This, they never
1: showed Baby Driver. They never
2: showed Hail Caesar, because um, that's the movie that kid's actually in. Sure. Um, so nobody never, knows that movie, so they Baby they Driver. They never showed Hail Baby Driver, and...
1: And that whole teaser trailer got lambasted. Like people hated, they're like, this movie's gonna suck and blah blah blah. Well, to be fair, you and I even watched that trailer and, and we're kinda like,
2: It mm, yeah. didn't
1: it didn't make me feel anything in no. my nether regions. I was just kinda like, mm, okay.
2: Then the second trailer that came out improved. improved quite a bit. And then the news from Cinemacon is
1: this that
2: week is that they've shown scenes And, and it's that, pretty good. And that the hype is back. So Now I'm nervous because there are things about the movie that I'm very excited about. Obviously, you know. um, Donald
1: Glover as Lando Calrissian. That was the
2: exact thing I was going to say. That's the thing I'm most excited about. Same. Woody Harrelson. As As Lando
1: Calrissian.
2: (laughs) As Donald Glover as Lando Calrissian. As Chewbacca. (laughs) it's amazing. Um, No porgs.
1: uh, But I like the porgs. They're uh, fine. Yeah, the porcs are great. Um, All Ewoks, though. The oh, fact that it's just the whole movie is going to be populated by Ewoks. Brave. This this movie is
2: actually a prequel for brave. Endor. It, it shows how the Ewoks get to Endor. What? Yeah. On board the Millennium Falcon? They, they ride hidden in Chewbacca's fur.
1: That is fucking mind-blowing. Know, Who right?
2: would have thought? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody would have thought that that's what that movie is Who would have wanted to see that?
1: <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> But, I mean, like, for me, we've watched uh, Last Jedi three times now. Yeah. My opinion hasn't changed. Sure. It means it hasn't gone up either. Right. It hasn't gone down. It just I appreciated the same things I appreciated about it the first time I saw it. And and while you and I agree to disagree on it. Sure. um, it, it was one that, at least for me, while it didn't give me what I expected, I was able to 100% appreciate what I did did get and kind of reevaluate what I was hoping to get sure and look at it through that and look at it through that lens but yeah the prequels were a huge bummer for me um solo I am nervous on like rogue one was kind of that way as well as like oh no like a side spinoff movie well that's the weird not, part for,
1: I don't know what to think about I don't know this. if I'm getting like trailer fatigue But a lot of the trailers that I see for some of these big tentpole movies, they all kind of, they show me some stuff that I'm like, cool, but none of them are really any more like wowing me. I'm just kind of like, neat. The thing is, where can
2: we go with trailers at this point? And this is actually probably a good thing for us to talk about because um, I loved movie trailers growing up. Oh, for sure. That was
1: part of, you and I talked, that's part of the our experience of going to the theater. It's yeah. like our favorite thing.
2: Well, and I would, you know, sit and watch ETV before it became what it is now. And Same. watch Coming Soon. Same. It's 30 minutes of movie trailers. I would just sit and get excited. This was before the internet, so you couldn't just see every trailer all the time. Anytime you wanted. Anytime you wanted. And and there was something about the trailers that, that just built the right kind of anticipation. So Agreed. we're, we're about, you know, 15 years Uh, removed from that sort of reality. Yeah. And I think nowadays... That's fucking crazy. Everything in our life has become so the best thing ever, so hyperbolic. A lot is due to social media, which, you know, I love and hate. Uh, But a lot of it is just, it has to be these big, huge spectacles, so every trailer is... This is a masterpiece. This is the best thing that's ever been. But I, Ben Hathaway's never been better. I
1: will say, you know what intrigues me more though. Let's let's put it on. Um, that is one thing that I do think the. Uh, what do you call them? The, what is what the fuck do you call like the current Star Wars movies? Not the spinoffs, but the ori- Like, do you call it the new trilogy? The canon the,
2: nine. The new, right. Uh,
1: the seven the, through nine. Yeah. Okay. Those trailers get me hype because those trailers show you almost nothing.
2: And that's where I was going with that. It's because when I think of trailers that I watched when I was growing up, they all had that same voiceover guy or like one of right. two or three voiceover dudes. And it was just little bitty clips. It gave you the general premise of the movie in a world right where – Mark Wahlberg is remaking a Robert De Niro movie.
1: Or whatever it may
2: be. Right. Uh, I don't know why I did a that always reminds me trailer of that. for Fear. I
1: don't know what comedian that was, but he had that fucking bit about the... Arnold Schwarzenegger is oh, the little tortilla um, boy. Oh, fuck. I know that comedian's name, and I can't think that of it That right shit now. He used great. to fucking crack me up. Yeah. In but- a world full of tortillas, <laughs> one man... You're
2: doing... That's really good, man. Thanks.
1: Right, that's it. Yeah. I'm going to be the new uh, trailer voice. It's not Iglesias.
2: What's that guy's name? I don't remember. I'll find it later. Uh, I want to say Dominic or something like that, but I think that's wrong. Um, But anyway, (laughs) but like nowadays trailers show the whole movie to get you super hyped about all the cool things that are in the movie. Sure. But they end up showing me all the cool things that are in the movie. Right. And then – I get to the movie expecting to see more cool things. Well, don't. And it's just the cool things I've already seen. That's
1: kind of what I feel about. Like, uh, well, let's bring up Avengers. Right. That's a movie that you and I are both super chuffed to see. Yeah.
2: But and it and the hype is not slowing down any. Right. Now that early reviews are out.
1: But here's the deal: the trailer. Don't show me two minutes of giant battle scenes. Yeah. Because. That's what I want to be wowed with at the theater. I don't want to expect to see that. Right. Show me the like quick cuts of like close ups of like Captain America f- holding Thanos's hand, yeah. and then cut away. Yeah. Or, and then like, you in, know what
2: I mean? Like, in my estimation, for that, one of the biggest appeals of that movie is not only that Thanos is going to be there. So yeah, show sure. Thanos. Do the Josh Brolin voiceover. I thought all that. Maybe was Maybe don't
1: even show Thanos.
2: Just do a voiceover and then just like kind of quick little pictures. Right. But also show me Thor meeting Guardians of the Galaxy. Right. Show me Captain America and Black Panther, you know, working together. Like show me the meetups that I've been waiting eight years to see. Don't since show you me th- Tease Thanos eight years ago.
1: I feel like the problem with movie trailers now is they feel like they need to show you their big set pieces. It, yes. And it's like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. I want to be surprised by that. Because
2: now when I go into the movie, I'm going to see that set piece and expect that you have something better
1: than what you just showed it. me in the trailer. Right,
2: because why would you show me the best thing you have in the trailer?
1: I feel like that happened with Civil War. Yeah. Civil War had clips from the airport fight scene, which unarguably, is the best, is one of the best set pieces in a Marvel movie period. Yeah. It was super fucking cool, super well done, but a lot of those scenes were shown in the trailer, and I was like, what? This is fucking weird. Like, don't show me that. I don't want to see that. I had the same feeling, too. The, the
2: The scene in the trailer for Civil War that bothered me was, you know, the scene where Tony Stark is hitting the shield, and Cap's holding it, and there's that big explosion. It's the one that's cut exactly from the cover of the Civil War comic book. Right. It's when they're fighting in the bunker underneath. Yeah. When I saw that in the trailer, I had it, two immediate thoughts. It was like, fuck yeah, that scene's in the movie. And it's like, damn it, I wish I didn't know that scene exactly. was in the movie so it could blow my
1: mind when I saw it. I've got it. Here's the deal. It would be the same way that if I watched a trailer for hardcore porn and they showed two minutes and 30 seconds of hardcore fucking and then when i went to watch the porn it was close on the entire time <laughs>
2: the, the movie of hardcore porn is how they meet and get to the yeah, house
1: yeah and i'm just like why did you and then at the very end you have that same two, two minutes, minutes and of, 30 seconds of, of, of hardcore, hardcore fucking and i'm just like what? Well, w- wait what what <laughs> Why did you show me this part in the trailer? <laughs> the tra- show me the clothed part.
2: <laughs> the trailer is like them fucking, and then it's like the uh uh Bang family. I don't yeah. know, I'm just making stuff up at this point. But it's like,
1: oops, you missed the best part. Well, let's, I mean, this happened in a real movie. It yeah. is called The Fifty Shades trilogy oh my god that's basically it in the whole movie they're like i'm gonna have awesome sex it's gonna be sexy sex movie and then you yeah. go see the movie and they're like plot about a helicopter also here's somebody here's the Str- johnson's butt street racing <laughs> also <laughs> uh, marriages you want a kidnap
2: plot right. oops baby right accidental baby
1: For a full description of that movie, please see our high-five, spoiled, spoiled, rotten, Fifty Shades freed. Spoiler alert. That movie sucks.
2: (laughs) But, okay. So here's here's the problem where we are in our society right now. And it's not that. Oh, that's Trump- a very. That is a hyperbolic statement. And it's not that Trump is president. It is that Trump is president. But the problem that we have, especially with movies and enjoy enjoyability and expectation right. setting, can-
1: is that now can we, can we? You know how? Remember how they had the thanks Obama yeah movement? Can we start a thanks Trump movement for just shitty for movies being overhyped and underwhelming? Thanks Trump. Because it basically it basically is like an analogy for his presidency. Yeah. Like it's overhyped. It was a great and trailer. horribly yeah. underwhelming. Everybody's like, oh my God.
2: There's a great trailer that appeals to half the country. Right. And then when you see it in action, everyone's sad.
1: <laughs> everyone's <laughs> yeah. disappointed.
2: And people from other countries aren't allowed to come. Hashtag thanks, Trump. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> the thing is, I even feel bad doing that because people might not hear the sarcasm. Oh, got it. So I don't ever want to me All right, we'll fix it.
1: Hashtag fuck Trump. <laughs> better. Okay, better. Good. Thank you.
2: But okay, where where I was going with that is that you know nowadays with the movie trailers showing everything because I think we're in a society that has to be stimulated in that way to get you to leave your house, sure, almost or look up from your phone, sure. That I, mean, I can't think of a time kit. Well. The weirdest thing to me that is happening nowadays that seems commonplace is that there are trailers for trailers. Yes. that When that started about the, three or four years ago- The teaser trailer for a release of a yes, trailer? I saw a television commercial, a goddamn TV <laughs> commercial- 30 showed, seconds long. That showed nothing. It was 30 seconds of clips of old movies that this was a sequel of, and then one shot of like- a, the title card? Yeah, the title card. And it says, trailer, release next Tuesday. I'm like, why am I seeing a fucking trailer for a trailer? <laughs> it was baffling. But now it's commonplace. Sure. Now people will release a teaser with a trailer release date. And it's like this epic thing. And I get the the I get the hypocrisy that we do Trailer Town Thursdays and we release a trailer and talk about it. But at least we're analyzing the trailer to a degree. Sure. You know, we... Uh, I am kind of in the same boat as you as I'm honestly feeling a bit of trailer fatigue at this point, And I don't even watch all of them that you send my way or all of them that I see because there's sometimes I just don't want to know right. like the movie hereditary. This is a yeah. good example. This a horror movie coming out in June supposed to be fantastic, but you and I have both heard that parts of the trailer ruin parts of the movie movie. so i have i have avoided that trailer altogether and there's been actually a couple more i didn't get to watching the equalizer trailer for about two or three days sure um not because i have any problem with anton fuqua or the equalizer series i like them can
1: i can i ask you about a trailer in specific
2: and i think i know what you're gonna ask about the venom
1: trailer yeah did you watch that? Yeah, I did. What'd you think? I didn't hate it. I also didn't hate it. Okay, I don't know why you. the internet is, like, being weird Me about it. Me and A thought the same thing. I showed it to her
2: last night, and she was like, people hate this? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, why? I was it's like, exactly I what people know. asked for. It's exactly what I expected it yeah. to be. I'm not expecting Citizen Kane of Venom
1: But movies. I think Venom looks great at the end when it showed when it, him, uh, and it comes up over his head, and he's got the long tongue. I was like, yeah. And the voice of, we are Venom. Right. Like the we that yeah. was the thing that got yeah. me is that now, that's right now
2: symbiote I know the internet <laughs> is <laughs> yeah.
1: weird I know the internet was weird because I don't know why and I don't know why they would choose that scene where she so clearly mispronounces that incorrectly twice twice she's like the symbiote twice. and I'm like but that's that's not right that's how not it's how it's you that's symbiote. not that's just not how you <laughs> say that it's just symbiote right I even think it's symbiote
2: uh, why wouldn't someone yell cut I don't know. <laughs> But even, where was Kevin Feige when you need him? I know.
1: It was really weird. So that I'll but, give the internet credit for. That part's that weird. Silly. But honestly, rest, that's such a fucking small, dumb thing. Like, who it the was. fuck cares? I agree. The rest of it looked pretty fucking good. Like, now, h- I him,
2: him kind of losing his mind and not being able to control it. And again, that gave
1: I, me a very, what was that other trailer? Upgraded yeah. feel. Where it's yeah. like all of a sudden the suit is just taken over and he's just kind of along for the ride. Now, I
2: will say that if Upgrade starred Tom Hardy... I would be exponentially more excited about it. For I'm excited sure. about
1: it regardless. For sure.
2: But the fact that Tom Hardy is in this is, is, is appealing to my heart because I love him. Sure. And so, yeah, I remember watching the trailer and being like, it's not the best thing ever, but it's what I expected. And it looks fun. Now,
1: I will say the only part that I have a gripe with is I am concerned about how much time we will actually see V. Full Venom.
2: You know, me too. I'm glad we got a to lot see it of the, the action
1: set pieces make it look like it's pretty much just going to be tentacles. Tom Hardy running around with tentacles. Yeah. And that kind of bums me out because I, if I'm going to see a Venom movie, I right. want to see full on Venom. Or. They could be doing the right thing and not showing you all of the venom. That's what I'm really hoping is that the venom that we saw in the trailer is not just at the end.
2: (laughs) Yes, is that like that's just what they want to show because they got flack for the teaser not having any venom. Right. So they want this one to at least show what he's going to look like. And I kind of hope they stop at that because there are also a lot of rumors that the villain in that movie Is is Carnage, played by the guy from, you know, uh, uh, the, in the night, uh, fuck.
1: Uh, yeah, Riz Ahmed. Riz Ahmed. What was now, the show that I will was say it's not him. So that's been disproved. He right. is not Carnage. Woody Harrelson just it's, recently joined this movie, possibly... and they're saying that he could play. And I know, forget the character's name, Cletus. Something. Yeah, the, the social. Right. I would be super fucking on board to watch Harrison. I mean Harrison Ford. Woody, Woody Harrelson Nelson play Ford. another fucking serial killer. Here, here, here we go. Um,
2: oh, fuck. What was I going to say?
1: Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, let me stop you. I got I nothing. Know, I got nothing.
2: <laughs> I, got no, I got nothing. Um, so uh, so what, what this would be amazing of, I'm gonna just going to go off on a little, uh, not tangent, but what this would be amazing is if this, if it turns out that he's not playing Cletus, he's still Carnage, but he's Michael Knox, Secret Ooh. Natural Born Killer sequel?
0: Fuck. In the Venom
2: universe? Fuck, just like Split. Yeah. Like literally at the end they're just like fuck. Yeah, his he uh, Oh, you No, Cletus wasn't his real name. He got arrested as Michael Knox. And I was like, "What?" Oh my god. And, but see, Michael Knox would be a good carnage. That would be fucking awesome. And Woody Harrelson in Michael Knox mode would be a great movie. That'd be super fucking into So that. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that Carnage is the villain. Sure. And that what the trailers are showing us are kind of like the first act. Right. It's him getting the symbiote. Ooh, <laughs> the symbiote. Um, And I'm hoping the rest of it is a Venom movie and they just don't want to ruin it. I hope they're doing the right thing because – what we need to get to as a movie going society is not expecting trailers to show us everything to go see a movie. It should be a teaser. It should be enough of the story. So you want to see it, but leaves everything to be mind blowing when you're sitting in the theater because that's what going to a theater is, is an experience. Like you could watch a movie at home. You could wait months and see it in your house. Going to a movie involves the experience of the theater and if you're not in, in witnessing anything new then the trailer has theoretically ruined that movie going experience. Right. And and I, I kind of want us to get us away as a society not that I have any control over this, but relying on trailers to convince us that everything we want to see in a movie is there. That's a lazy way to approach movie watching.
1: Oh. You know what time it is? Is the alarm's going off? It's it's time for a Marsden minute. We've got to stop. We've got to stop and do a Marsden minute. Ready, and Marsden. Jason
0: Marsden. In a minute. Jason Marsden. In a minute. Jason Marsden.
1: In a minute. Jason Marsden. Dash daring,
2: courageous and caring, faithful and friendly, with stories to share.
1: So, Jason, can I call you Jason? You can. I, my
2: name is Jay, but you can call me Jason. Oh <laughs> no, no, you're no talking that's... to Jason Marsden. Right, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I so, forgot what we were doing. J M. Yeah.
1: Can I call? <laughs> can I call you J M? That would be great. Great. J M. Here's the deal. We at High Five have sat back on our laurels long enough. It's time that we take a stand, and we insist. That you go on a date with us to go see a movie. Yeah, it's very important. We insist. We want you to come out with us. We will buy popcorn. We will. We will share our drink with you.
2: Um, after we have taken
1: sips from it. Yes,
2: of course. We'll even bring along a little moonshine to put in it. Yeah. Um, I may even sneak in uh, some raisin nuts.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Jay is a wild and crazy guy. Yeah. That is, unless you're allergic to like cardboard, then I'll sneak in something else. Right. So cardboard. <laughs> so that's what we want. Jason, we want you, we're formally asking we're you, inviting Q, you on a me, date. Q, and Jay. This is our promposal. We are promposing to you. We want you to go see a movie, do a, spo- you know what? Let's take it a step further. Go see a movie. A bad movie. Let's record, or a potentially great yeah. movie. Who knows? Who knows? And let's record a spoiled rotten. You can come out to my car afterwards. It's luxurious. It is. It is like Narnia. You open the car door. And there James are-
2: McAvoy's sitting in there with fake legs. Exactly. Mr. Tumness. <laughs> how did you get in here? Get out of here, Tumness. <laughs> yeah, I'll shoo him off with paper. Get I, out of here, Tumnus. And then
1: I'll apologize yeah. profusely for my tumness problem. Right. I'll be like. You got you to shoo off the little tumness turds. As soon as. Tumnus turds. That's pretty funny. Pretty little. Um but that's what we want. We want you to do that. And James then Shattavoy. once you come out and we all hang out, <laughs> James Shatavoy, yeah. um, uh, once we all hang out and we become best friends. Uh, besties. Because, I mean, that's, that's Did just, we just the way. just become best friends? Yes. Yep. Uh, then you can feel free to come on further episodes. Or never talk to us again. It's so- definitely going to be talk to us. It's definitely going to be a movie date. You're definitely going to record this. And then we get to pitch to you in person Making the Marsden Minute a regular thing. Yeah, and
2: so 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 J M, uh, thank you for listening to us again. Uh, now we do have to do an editorial correction from last week's Marsden. Oh, minute I know where you're going with this. Will I, you marry us? Yes, um, but I I misstated Jason Marsden's Twitter handle in right. last week's episode because we, we said-
1: asked everyone to tweet their opinion of "I feel, I feel pretty." To Jason Marsden. And
2: we said his Twitter handle is at Mars. That is wrong. It is incorrect. His actual Twitter handle is at Jason Marsden. Yes. Spelled like his name is spelled. We still want you to send him your reviews of I Feel Pretty, but send it to the correct Twitter handle.
1: And actually, we want to take it a step further. If you're one of those people that enjoys writing, as we know almost all of our audience does, we would like you to write a letter Handwrite your opinion of "I Feel Pretty," or honestly, <laughs> <laughs> send him your ticket stub yes. and write your opinion of "I Feel Pretty"
2: on notebook oh, paper. Yes, and mail it to Jason Marsden because we have his address. Yep.
1: So here you go. Here it's, is Jason Marsden's mailing address. Here's where you. Well, here's where you can mail things to him. Right. And, and it's you, you might. Sorry, you yeah. might get a response. Yeah. And and, and we aren't
2: doing this uh, uh, nefariously no. or surreptitiously. This is something he put out. In his Instagram, which we religiously follow. So, we're not saying anything that he hasn't said to
1: more people than listen to our show. Also, fucking grow up. Don't send him anything bad. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He's Jason Mars. Stop even thinking about that. Also, he has asked very nicely no baked goods. Yes, no baked goods. Don't send baked goods. So, no baked goods.
2: But where you're sending is uh, address it to Mars. Yep. At P.O. Box 354, Mm -hmm. Gladeville, Tennessee. Mm Mm-hmm three seven zero seven one dash nine 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 eight
1: right into him handwritten letter i want to see some calligraphy people yeah right in beautiful handwritten letter Rega- we're gonna send him stuff <laughs> yeah we're gonna well we're sending you swag jason you better it's happening you better, better wear explain. it you better love it let us know what shirt size you want we're sending you a shirt totally it's happening yeah um so yeah i think that concludes our marsden minute i think so too we we've, love you we've asked him on a date We've had people send mail to him. <laughs> we have corrected our Twitter mistake. And hopefully now the deluge of actual tweets of I Feel Pretty reviews will will right. we'll follow. Uh, we love you, Jason, as always. As always. And uh, we can't wait to hang out with you and be best friends forever. Forever. All right. Now back to overhyped movies. Back to overhyped movies.
2: So are y- we can actually talk about a little bit future because, you know, I'm super excited about Deadpool 2. And and that scares me a little bit. I'm super excited about The Incredibles, too. And that scares me a little bit. But mainly, we're talking, we've got Avengers. And that's coming out the day that this podcast is being released. I am going to go see it on Sunday. I have a lot of hype for
1: it. I hope it's justified. If it's not, I've already got a title for your review. You ready? Yes. The Avengers Infinity Boar.
2: Let's see how many people use that. Sure. In the next week.
1: And also, uh, we've already uh, copywritten that. So use it, people. We're litigious.
2: (laughs) Because we're going to get some money. (laughs) We're going to get paid up in this piece. (laughs) But I can say that I'm legitimately very excited
0: and very
2: scared. Because when it comes to movies with hype, very few movies that I can think of. Match the level of hype that Infinity War has going for it because we've been waiting for this movie for eight years. Oh, for Since sure. Since the first Avengers, when they teased Thanos in the in the existence of the Infinity Stones in the MCU, we knew this storyline was coming. For we sure. We just didn't know when. And they have spent eight years building a universe for which this story can take place. Sure. And I don't think I've ever followed the progression of a storyline that long that wasn't Seinfeld.
1: <laughs> that's true. And that one let you down. It did. That season
2: finale <laughs> really did. Yeah. Um, but so that's why I'm really, really nervous because even though with people saying how good it is and even with, you know, people like I read the Nerdist review of it mm-hmm. and which was glowing and they said, you know, believe the hype. Yeah. I still don't know if I can believe it because it's so big. Right. And it just seems impossible. to pull
1: off totally agreed
2: and i and i and i wonder kind of how you feel about it because i know you you kind of you want to see it this weekend
1: yeah i'm gonna be honest so i'm gonna go see it um i this go around i've stayed away Mm. from most of the trailers i think i watched the first trailer that was released just because of course i want to see what it's gonna look like but i've stayed away from the trailers i've honestly stayed away from the early reviews even the like you know you know 40 character or less Twitter. Right. It's good. ish bad. Whatever. I've stayed away. Mind. Because this is one that I'm actually personally really excited to yeah. see. As a comic book fan, this is kind of the culmination of something I never right. thought a movie studio would be able to pull off. You know what I mean? That's so did a, you
2: read the Infinity War series? Oh, for sure. Okay. Definitely.
1: I, and so you? Yeah, I did. I, I very much
2: did. Um, the, I read Civil War a whole bunch for more for sure, and we
1: had a whole talk about yeah. that.
2: But I see I did, our
1: Civil War episode.
2: Um, but I did read through the Infinity War storyline, the arc. Uh, I think once, uh, once or mm-hmm. twice. Um, you know, I've I've heard that they step away, which I'm glad about this. But the death,
1: the death thing. Thanos being about in love with that. death. Yeah, I'm glad about I, that. I did um, see that. Although one of the
2: things that I did see that I'm excited to hear is that. Someone said, and this won't be anything about um, Infinity War, but they said 2018 is the year that Marvel figured out the villain. Ooh. So they're talking about Killmonger, which is amazing. But they equate Thanos with that. They say that he's as believable or as fleshed out as Killmonger. I hope so. And so I and, I and I hope so too because I really and this is another one. I'm probably gonna like it regardless because sure. I am so excited and I so I want it to. be
1: Also, good. no matter what. This is going to be a spectacle. And
2: yeah, and you're I get going to see, to see things
1: every single yeah. Marvel Universe character basically up to this point yeah. all sharing the screen. Except for like Agent Colson. Sure. And Hawkeye. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm playing into the buzz, man. He's,
2: he's off playing tag with Jason Bateman. It totally totally.
1: <laughs> um
2: But so yeah, I'm nervous and excited at the same time. I just uh, the thing that I don't want is, I don't want this movie to become like one of my top five most overhyped movies of all time.
1: For sure. I definitely what I don't, don't want that. Want. So instead, instead of letting that happen, I say we set our top five list in stone right, right now. now. Okay. That way, no matter what happens, it cannot be on this list. Okay. Is that cool. fair? Perfect. So I, we will set it. the definitive list for everyone right now. We're going to make. Our, uh, what do you call it? Uh, top our five combined, list? oh, com- there, okay, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, our, our congealed- cumulative no. top five list. Yes, yes. our congealed. <laughs> you gotta make it sound gross, yeah. It's that's, not gross, that's it's what a, I do. It's a beautiful thing, it is a beautiful thing. Uh, um, so, so um, I've come to the table with some suggestions. I have, you I have, have some f- suggestions. I have my five, okay, order can
2: be fluctuated, sure. and then I have like two or three that I just think we should talk about, okay, um. So, do you want to start, or do you want me to start? Jay, you
1: want me to start? I would love it if you started. I never start. That's
2: why. I think we should we should switch things around. We're Let's,
1: we're living on the edge. We're living up to the hype of this episode. Living on the edge. We're doing things different. We are. We're giving them a twist they don't expect. We're we're going full split. Fuck. We're going full. Turns split. out backdoor sequel to we hate movies the whole time oh they're not gonna like that <laughs> sure <laughs> they will sorry chris <laughs> we're all best friends because we're all part of their network
2: we uh we are all best friends because you have ignored our facebook messages every time <laughs> 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 all right so all right. anyway um, most overhyped movies
1: of all time i'm gonna throw out some now, some big ones okay
2: but can I at least add a, uh, a caveat to this? Yes. This one may involve more conversation between both of yeah. us because this is a little bit more personal than some of the other ones. Like, you know, some of the top five lists that we've done that are like, you know, top five body transformation movies sure. or, you know, top five. we We're uh, so- Jason, MCU's. Jason,
1: Jason, we're sorry we're so- again. We're sorry. Yes. We, n- we know we missed the Steve Martin one. We know we're we should have put it on there.
2: We're ashamed. We're sorry. We gave ourselves thirty lashes.
1: Please forgive us. Um, come on our show. We love you. Okay, we'll go, go ahead.
2: ahead. Um, but some of these that are on my list mm-hmm. were just hyped for me, and probably wouldn't, as a society, be considered overhyped. Which,
1: okay, well then that's a that's an interesting take because I would say that all of mine were, as a society, overhyped. Okay, cool. So they were movies. And I've got a that, lot of those. That I would that like to came stick out those. the gate as yeah. just expectations. Pew, yeah. And then really underwhelmed audiences. Well, what are so, some of the ones you have? All right. I'm going to go ahead and just – I'm I'm just going to bury the lead. Okay. Just right at the front. Phantom Menace. That's my number one as well. That's got to be number it. one. That is one of the most hotly anticipated movies, and then it just fucking tanked Sucks. with people. Yeah. People hated it. Now, it I, made money. Made sure. f- fuck tons of money.
2: And we're not talking about, you know, underperforming nope. financial bombs. We're talking about – Overhyped movies. Yep. That is that was my number one with a bullet. I think it
1: absolutely has to be. It earns yeah. the place. Number one with a bullet. What was that fucking uh what was the boy? Fallout boy? Fallout boy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. But I the, just like kept hearing that song. Well, in number my head one with a bullet. Said, number one with a bullet.
2: Well, number one with a bullet. You know, they didn't create that phrase, right? Well, you know what number one with a bullet means, don't you? Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. But but, but Fallout it, Boy kind of made it. I popular, think it's right? funnier that you're like, you know, they didn't create that phase, phrase. Yeah, I know that words existed before Fallout Boy. <laughs> I, I do also happen to know that that is a very prominent lyric in one of their most famous songs. It
2: is. It is. It is. It uh, is, it is.
1: So I would say uh, Phantom Menace is my number is e- easy, number one. Easy so that's, number one. That's earned. Locked it. in. Um, I would say that uh, the Matrix revelations That's or I revolutions.
2: I have Matrix revolutions as okay. my number two.
1: That's got to be number because two. Because Matrix was
2: so good. So fucking and good. And that was so
1: and bad. they were pr- like the, the Wachowskis promised us yeah. this Epic trilogy that had been brewing in yeah. their heads the entire time. Well, and they were also like the first Matrix just pulled back the curtain. Right. Now you're gonna see
2: the real story. Yeah. And it's like, ooh, my 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 insides are taken. And then one. it was just like Pfft.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was just ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And that was actually one of the first times that I remember seeing a movie that wasn't finished. Yeah. The movie just ends. Yeah. Like the second one just ends to it's- set up. The third one, like it it does not. I've seen plenty of movies that have that kind of like cliffhanger ending, but they still at least wrap up their own story. Sure, yes, there is a container. That second movie was legitimately just set up for the third movie, (laughs) like it it sucked. I was so pissed. After I saw that in the theater, yep. I was fucking pissed. That is also my number two. All right, good. So I'm, cr- I'm fucking it knocking
2: in. it out of the park right now. All right, what do you have for number three? All right, so. We might, we might differ on this one. Yeah,
1: so my number three is another one to keep with the train of uh, big institutions. Okay. I'm going to put Prometheus as okay. my number three.
2: Okay, so I had Prometheus as a note to talk about, okay. but the reality is every time I go back and watch that movie, I like it more. Man. And, and you and I may differ sure. on that, and, and I know Prometheus is one that, that uh, did let a lot of people down, but I just personally kind of dig that movie, not as an alien movie, just as the film that it is. Right. And so I, I would struggle to put it that high. Will you okay. know what I have as number three? Yeah, Totally. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen.
1: Is that the third one? That's the second one. That was the second one? Yes. Okay, the first one was... I really liked the first one. That's what
2: I'm saying. The first one establishes like, oh shit, this is like a big fun action movie and it's got all this stuff. The second one was such a letdown. And then it's
1: just been downhill from there. It's just been
2: downhill from there. But the second one I had a lot of anticipation going into because the first one was just so fun. I will totally I and, will and totally And that doesn't have to be number 3, but that's where I have it. Okay. Give because, me give me some more of your list. I'm um, curious now cuz uh, I didn't expect that to be on yeah. there. Uh, number 4, I had 50 shades of gray. Okay. Because of just all just the, the, the hype, hype around the book and then just how bad those movies they are. They are terrible. That's the, they're just bad. Okay. And even people who loved the books I, it's funny to hear them try and justify the movies. So I think everybody kind of feels that they suck. So that was my number four. Sure. And in my number five might surprise you, but it's Godfather three. What? After oh, the first two Godfathers, there's like being the masterpieces that they right. are. To have the third one, you know, start off being directed by Francis Ford Coppola, and then you know, well, actually finished, his starring, you know, Sophia.
1: I think that's a little too. I don't know. You think I'm th- being harsh? Yeah, because I don't know that the world was hyped for the Godfather. 3. I don't
2: know, man. After those first two, I think everybody was seeing was. I I interested. have
1: some other ones I'd like to suggest, and instead. then I have a couple more that are just kind of talking All points. Right. One of mine, and in no particular order, ah. it should be, but I feel like it should be on there: the Ghostbusters reboot. Ooh, I didn't. think I of feel that one, like that was that's one that people.
0: I mean, the world was yeah. kind of
1: super intense on the reboot of this franchise, and then it just came and... Yeah. And the world just kind of let out a collective, like, ugh. Yeah. Which was unfortunate, because
2: there were so many things that I wanted to But like its about hype them, train
1: was uh, big. They brought back Ecto Cooler.
2: like you know what? It was a thing. I am 100% on board for that. I'm fine with that to be number five on okay. the list. All right. I think that, that's a good choice. You want to know one that I had? Sure. The Interview. With James Franco and Ooh, Seth Rogen. That's a good one. Because, I mean, th- okay. That not had so the much, whole war starting That hype. had almost a nuclear, that movie almost caused a nuclear war. So much so that emails got leaked, people got fired, and the movie got buried. And so people sought out the movie to see it, and then it just turned out to be fine. Like a fine yeah. stoner
0: just comedy. just like
1: not as
2: good as This is the End.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'm okay with that. So
2: that one is I think Potentially it's, and then the happening was the other one that I had noted. Just because Shyamalan was on, it was a, on roll. a roll and then the happening happened and Mark Wahlberg's like, Yeah, I'm a science teacher, bro. And I, it's like all the rest of us were like, No. I've no got way. another
1: horror one that I should, yeah. that I'd like to suggest maybe in lieu of that, Blair Witch Two.
2: But did that have a lot of hype? It did did, Because Blair
1: Witch was a phenomenon They had computer games They had fucking books They had TV specials And so when Blair Witch 2 Was coming out People were like Fuck This is gonna be another amazing Blair Witch movie And then it came And was universally panned Like everybody was just like (laughs) And
2: I think that's where my Except for
1: me Because I kind of like that movie I
2: think that's where my memory is getting hazy on that one Because that one seemed to come out to no fanfare but i may just be remembering how quickly people bear yeah
1: i think you're i think you're misremembering because the fanfare like i said they released video games yeah. in advance of that they released book series they had a couple tv specials that aired yeah. like in to, to build the they hype created pasta, right <laughs> yeah it was um so i would i want to put that out there i want to put ghostbusters out there Um, and there's another one that I kind of felt like might be a big deal that, and, and maybe it felt close to my heart just because there was a lot of, um, uproar about it, but Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Which one? The, the recent Michael Bay reboots. But the sequel or the first one? The first one. Okay. Like, I feel like that had the same, but I will put that on the same ballot as Ghostbusters. And I, I feel like s- Ghostbusters had a bigger hype I than I would teenagers. say that
2: Ghostbusters had a bigger hype, mainly because of what I remember, the conversation surrounding the Ninja Turtles was mostly negative. Sure. Like, they're, they're you know, they made fun of the the design of them right. having noses. They made fun of the, you know, the hinted, leak, quote-unquote, leaked info that they were aliens. And right. All. So most of the the talk, that movie got a lot of attention, but I wouldn't say it was hype. I would say it got a lot of attention. That's fair. I would definitely say Ghostbusters. And honestly, because of your Blair Witch 2 suggestion, I might want to put Blair Witch at 5 and bump Ghostbusters up to to 4. Because that one, I completely forgot about that one. And I think that that deserves to be on there. But I would say that its hype was bigger than Blair Witch 2 because it's Ghostbusters and it was a bunch of comedians that everyone loves. And I'm
1: going to say something that a lot of people don't like. The director's cut of Ghostbusters, uh-huh. I kind of enjoy it. Oh yeah? yeah, I haven't seen the
2: director's cut. It's not terrible. We saw it in the theater, and that was all I could stand, mainly because the villain is just so terrible. Yeah, the villain is bad. And I get that he was, you know, a writer on Thirty Rock and and all that, but it's just not. It wasn't right. Yeah, that I agree. wasn't right. I agree. And but I loved Hemsworth. Yeah. I, he's my favorite part of that whole movie. I thought
1: movie. he was super funny.
2: Um, him and Kate McKinnon are my favorite parts of that movie. Agreed. So I Okay, so we've got number one, Phantom Menace. Easy number one. For sure. Number two, Matrix Revolutions. Easy number two. For sure. Number three is still up for Open. debate. Number four is Ghostbusters yep. reboot. And number five is Blair Witch 2. I'm liking this so far. So Same. For number three, we've thrown out a lot of names. We've thrown out the interview. We've thrown yep. out, um, you know, I said Transformers, Revenge of the Fallen, or Fifty Shades. You said...
1: Um, no, you put Ghostbusters, and we actually put that on the list. I even put Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles out there. You said The Happening. I
2: see, and I don't know how much hype The Happening had. I just that's just kind of what I, just I feel like. I know that it ended M Night badly. career. <laughs> it did straight up end yeah. his career. So okay, we can we can take that off. But we all just know that movie sucked. Sure. So I kind uh, of between like the Interview Transformers. Uh, I don't know, or like, what about Speed Racer? Since we're on a Wachowski kick, did that have a lot of hype? That didn't uh, come out to much fanfare. I know you didn't hate it. It didn't have like a ton of hype. Okay. Um, I, I, I can't remember that far back about the hype of a movie. You know, I kind
1: of, I kind of want to go with your Fifty Shades suggestion. Number as number three. I feel like that was another cultural kind of like phenomenon. Yeah, like it blew up and people were going nuts. But almost every review of that movie, even people who were massive fans, have been like, it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. And it still keeps getting sequels. Well, they had to make all the books, I guess. So I kind of feel like that should maybe be our number three.
2: Okay, so I'm actually writing this out so I can make a letterbox list. So we've got, uh, let me see, Blair... Two, two is number five. Um, okay. So we've got number one, Phantom Menace. Yep. Number two, The Matrix Revolutions. Yep. Number three, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yep. Uh, number four, The Ghostbusters Reboot. Yep. And number five,
1: Blair Witch 2. Yeah. I like it. I feel like those are all super solid, super overhyped, yeah. and none of them yeah. lived up to. The potential of what any of them could be. Or what people were expecting them
2: to be. Right. And that's where a lot of this comes in. Like, a lot of movies have a lot of potential and don't live up to it. But these movies had a lot of expectations and also didn't live up to those. Agreed. And so, I, I am fully with it. Another one, another one that we actually, well, I, it wouldn't be top five, but it probably should be mentioned, is The Golden Compass. Ah. Because people were like, oh, this is going to be another Narnia. The book series is loved among atheists. Um, it is. <laughs> is it? it? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know It's the series. It's an, uh, basically, the Golden Compass is part of a book series called His Dark Materials. And it okay. was an atheist counter story to the Chronicles of Narnia because C.S. Lewis was very Christian. Got So it, it was that type of story set in a world where basically God wasn't real. Got it, and got that's got it, kind got of it, the it, story it, got it, got it, got it. that you know they're going to find these elements that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, They meet fake etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, cetera, I remember. Et I remember when that movie came out. You had Daniel Craig in it, and it was going to be this huge, you know, trilogy of movies, just like the Chronicles of Narnia. Sure. And then that first one came out dudded, and it killed the whole series. Ooh. So probably shouldn't be on the top five, but it should be mentioned. So. I
1: will totally agree with that.
2: But man, I like.
1: I like that list. I don't think this is any hyperbole, but after now that we've reached the end of the episode, I'm thinking this may be our best episode ever. This is an episode we should tell everybody about. I'm kind of feeling like it may be the best
2: podcast ever. You know, we've I just got a text that we've been awarded an Oscar already for this really? episode and a Pulitzer. Amazing. They're taking it from Kendrick Lamar and they're gonna wow. give it to us because of this episode as
1: spoken word inspiration. Fascinating. I know. You know, I read an article written by Jason Marsden that said that this episode changed his life. It did. It did. It did. It did. This was the day he decided to Dude. come
2: on. I was gonna say this is this is the podcast episode that inspired him to
1: do step by step.
2: Yeah, it did.
1: Figure that. Figure
2: that time tunnel out. <laughs> Donnie Darko. <laughs> bitches.
1: <laughs> also, remember please tweet at us, but mostly tweet at Jason Marsden. At Jason Marsden. Goodbye. Bye. Other songs make people dance like Beyonce and Eminems, but they are not the best song ever made.
0: It's time to close the door to the writer's room once again, as this week's award-winning High Five, the podcast episode comes to an end. Feel free to reach out to the guys with your suggestions for episode topics by emailing them at myfive at high5thepodcast.com That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E-T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-O com <sighs> you got that or connecting with them on facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast on twitter at high the number five the podcast instagram at high five the podcast or on letterbox by searching high five colon the podcast don't forget to subscribe on itunes stitcher google play or wherever you're listening to podcasts, and drop the show a five-star rating, if you like what you hear. Even if you don't like what you hear, give us a high rating anyway. What's costing you? Nothing. That's what we thought. See you next week.
1: And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the
2: next
0: reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.